people are just, just grimy. And I'm really glad I learned that at a young age doing pro wrestling. I think there's other avenues to learn that. But I, got, I learned it early enough to where now I can kind of like see that coming and to be aware of it and kind of maybe help friends who are involved in something similar. And I'm really just fortunate that and grateful, actually, of all things in my life that pro wrestling taught me. Um, it taught me politics. It's goofy as hell, but it taught me politics. And so any job I've ever had since, like whenever there's drama or there's any type of like push and pull or like somebody trying to get a, a promotion or a raise and how they do it and throw people under the bus. I learned that back when I was 15 already at a strip club over in like Oak Creek or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I wish more people could experience gnarly stuff like that young so they can have respect when they're older and not do it to people, you know, but that's not the way of the world ultimately. All right. So pro wrestling obviously has a weird rep because people go, Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's predetermined. Oh, cause they look at it like, how could this be a sport? But the same people will go pay $15 to go see a movie and walk out of it feeling like, Oh man, Harry Potter made me feel great. And it's like, okay, what's the difference? Like pro wrestling is a one take live. It's like a full contact theater is what I call it. So I've always loved pro wrestling. I've always been enamored by it. I've always wanted to get involved in it. So when I was like 14, 15, my brother was working at FedEx and he knew a guy on the South side who had a wrestling ring. And I thought it was a cool thing. Like what dude, I want to, who's this guy? So I got in contact with him. I went down there and met all these people. They had a, 12 by 12 rings up in their parents yard in Cudahy of all places and like I just thought it was the coolest thing and then a couple years later or no it was a year later um, the guy was getting rid of the ring and he's like if you come pick it up you can have it and so my grandpa and some of my high school friends drove down there went into his basement picked all the pieces up because it's like a giant connect set and we picked it up and brought it home and the whole month before that I'm telling my mom like I'm getting a I'm getting a resting ring like I'm she just thought I was lying. So I was joking. So I bring it home. We set it up in the backyard. She's like, what is this? I'm like, it's a wrestling ring I was telling you about. We got a wrestling ring. And she was like, in shock. She's like, what? Why didn't you? What? I didn't think you were serious. I'm like, well, I, I am. And so we put on shows every, in my backyard. We put on every month, every other week. We put on wrestling shows. I promote them on MySpace. Uh, we had posters we put up at school. Like people, probably 40, 50 people that come in the yard. Uh, per show and then I would train people who wanted to wrestle and we put on shows and they were most of them were just terrible like not great to watch but like it was different it wasn't like a house party it was just something else to do um, and then this guy from the south side reached out to me he's like hey I want to help with your wrestling stuff I want to help with like you know making it better and blah 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 and 15 year old me is like awesome cool more the better and so he talks to me into this whole thing like we're going to put on a show with a bigger ring and it's going to be at a venue and it's going to be the real deal and i'm like that's the dream yeah that's the move and so he a week later he's like all right i got the venue I'm like where is it and he's like on the border strip club and i thought he was joking i'm like no where is he? he's like no they have a hall and it's right next it's in the strip club but it's and again 15 year old me he's like that's awesome it's a venue and he's like we're gonna sell tickets and we're gonna get other wrestlers from like the midwest like the big names they're gonna come in it's gonna be awesome I'm like oh my god yeah awesome cool and we set it all up, we move it, we haul it to the show, we get the show going, and they're charging people, and all the wrestlers are showing up, and I'm just like this young kid in this locker room the size of like, I was like 12 by, it was small, it was small, it was terrible. And um, so I was supposed to be in a match against two other guys, I was going to triple threat, 
and I was supposed to go over. I was supposed to win, uh, which is what the guy told me. When all these guys showed up, they're all like pros, and they're like, "Who's this kid?" I'm like, "Oh, that's you know, that's so and so. He's gonna go over in this match." Like, no, he's not. There's no way he's gonna beat my guys. That, he looks like a 12-year-old kid. How how is how are the fans supposed to believe that kid's gonna you know win this match? And I'm just sitting there, and they're talking right in front of me. I'm like, "Oh, um, do you want me to lose?" Like, I don't. Okay. Snowstorm hits. A blizzard. Twelve people show up to pay tickets to sit in the in, in the crowd, if you want to call it that. Absolutely embarrassing. There's everyone's just. It's the worst. And so I, the match happens. They beat the crap out of me. They haze me because I'm this like young kid. I'm green. I don't know better. Beat the crap out of me. And then I never get paid, obviously, because I see now that it was all it was a scam. I go to school the next week, two weeks. Teachers hold me after class going, are you okay? Is everything okay at home? Um, you have bruises. I had bruises all over, like handprints and fuck, like my neck. It was noticeable. And I'm like, no, man, my parents are awesome. Like, don't worry. And they thought I was lying. So I had to start filming. I had to start having videos of these shows so that I could prove that I wasn't being beat at home. Like, that's what got me into video. So I'm posting on MySpace or I'm posting to whatever. And then we started putting on shows in the yard. And I said, never again will I trust, like, these scam artists. Because wrestling is like the circus. And it's till this day it is. It's really carny. And if you get played, you get played. But you should learn. So I learned. I learned from the strip club thing. And so we put on our own shows. Um, we had people come in from all over the city. Um, whether they wanted to be a part of it or not. We had one guy um, come in. And he was terrible like he was not good but he could tell he loved doing it and that he had a passion to be there and like he wanted to help any way he could we had a show in april 2007 cold as hell 30 people show up it was fun this new guy was in it that night he calls me from a random number i'm like hey who's this he's like oh it's this so-and-so like, hey man thanks for coming i hope you had a good time he's like no i just want to say thank you uh for the opportunity I'm like dude it's not that big of a deal it's like it's a ring in my parents backyard you can come by any time he's like no like this is all i have to look forward to I'm like, oh, come on, man. He's like, no. He's like, I'm homeless. And this is the only thing I've, I've had to look forward to in the last 10 years, so thank you. I'm like, 17 years old, my brain was blown. I didn't care about math homework anymore. I didn't care about whatever essay I had to write. I'm like, that's a cool feeling. That was cool, like, to have an effect on anybody that was coming back there. Um, yeah, so in 2009, I was supposed to be, I was a freshman in college, but I just hated it and I came home every weekend and we had a show that we've been working on for a while to do a venue show on our own without like a bunch of carny dudes trying to take take it over and whatever and so we go to the Miramar Theater it was like $300 to rent it out which is insane we pull up with the U-Haul we had some guys from Chicago that were helping us out it was really cool um, at least I thought he had his sisters running tickets at the front because they were charging for the first time and um they ended up actually taking the money at the end. I found out later we didn't make it. I didn't make a cent, which wasn't the deal. But like, again, carny, carnival shit and wrestling is so prevalent. But we put on a show. It was awesome. Um, I think we had like 70 people there that paid to watch us, which is actually like insane. Like some of the stuff we were putting out in that ring was garbage. Like some of those people did not deserve to. And I don't be like, they just weren't that great. And it was just embarrassing some of it. But um. We put on the show, it went well, everyone was happy with it. Uh, I got knocked out at the end of it after 
like knocked loop it like I knocked like I hit right in the forehead because in wrestling you're taught to get your hand up for like certain things like whether it's a chair shot or even a kick like you get your hand up really quick to like kind of deflect it so that you don't get kicked in the face and I didn't get my hand up quick enough when I turned around into this like title belt to the forehead and those things are heavy if you haven't held them before um, and it knocked me out and I remember we all we all went to George Webb's afterwards and we're all like talking or whatever it was such a cloudy memory like I barely remember being at George Webb's but it was fun and so I'm like okay like I'm gonna keep doing this like this is the dream and then the guys who scammed us like hey we're gonna do a show at this car dealership and I forget what the town was in uh, Illinois and it's gonna be great there's gonna be like 300 people there and there's this big event happening and we're gonna bring the ring down in the U-Haul and everything so I remember driving down there with my buddy we're all happy like we're really doing this we're traveling we got the ring I'm like this is the dream it's stressful but it's the dream and then we do this show at this car dealership and hey sure as shit there's like 400 people there I've never seen that many people like at a wrestling show that we put on I could I was using student loan money to pay for the U-Hauls and pay for a lot of the expenses because I that's all I had and uh, I ran out of student loan money at the time and we had to leave the ring in Illinois and I never got it back I had to sell it to a guy down there uh, online and I went back to college because I'm like oh that's what you do you know like common sense would be take school seriously and then you know the wrestling I had like three concussions at the time so I'm like maybe I should just stop and just do school and so I went back to school and I gave it up and I never really did it again and it bums me out because that was the most fun I ever the high I got from pro wrestling I haven't found it since like nothing has touched it like nothing it just it taught me a lot it taught me that not necessarily don't trust anybody but be aware that people have their own agendas when it comes to control and with art and I learned that with going into like video it's like you could do you could have your own thing all you want and do it yourself and you have more creative control but when money comes into play you lose creative control and you have to kind of like balance that out and I learned that from pro wrestling of all places I learned how to balance out and like how to protect my vision of art how to protect my art and instead of having people just take it and make it their own like I, I didn't want to wrestle at a strip club but I'm glad I did <laughs>